welcome to the Homebrew Magic Podcast. My name is Nelson, and this week we're finally a threesome again. Chanel and Teej are here. Right. Yes. Both of us, hooray! <laughs> yeah, so we're all here. And uh, this week to we're... say threesome. <laughs> well, I wanted to. That was the point of my joke. <laughs> he didn't if you're gonna break have it down. to say threesome. You've got to say threesome. It's a twosome, and Chanel's watching. <laughs> well, come on. It's, it's still a threesome in my book. Uh, it, it works. We're all together as one. That's a trinity, not a threesome. We are the triumvirate of. This is just quickly going nowhere fast. Uh, that's not who what is we're our, talking who about. Who is our archon if we are the trium, triumvirate? Um, we're talking about War of the Spark. Before I confuse myself any further, uh, Wizards dropped a trailer this week, a few days ago, and the entire internet has been breaking it down. We're going to break it down, and then we're going to go over the story of how the hell we got here in the first place. So we're going to take a little trip down memory lane. We're going to start right around Kaladesh and talk about the lore from then up to now and how we how we got into this mess. Uh, but first, we're going to talk about what we saw, what oh, we think, um, and what I said, and how we're going to get out of it. That's right. Exactly. But before we dive into that too deep, let's talk about what we've been doing this week. Tej, it was you and I last week, so everybody's missing Schnell. Schnell, what have you been up to? Um, Lots of standard stuff. It was uh, Ravnica Allegiance weekend, so... Oh, yeah. They were, yeah, uh, lots of lots of standard events going on. Uh, saw some really sweet decks in person that I've only seen so far in Arena. Some guys showed up from, like... Eh, about a, they drove about a half hour to show up and play some games and kick some ass, take some promos and stuff. But uh, there is a there is a mostly it's mostly mono white. Uh, I think it splashes blue for the um, not decapitation. The dude who comes in and deputy exile, of detention. Deputy of detep- detention. Yes, that guy is fantastic. But the entire deck, from what I saw of his list, is. Histories of Benalia, Benelish Marshals, yeah, Benelish Marshals, uh, Healer Hawks, the Adanto guy, uh, Vanguard, Adanto Vanguard, yeah, and just stupidly efficient, hard to deal with mono white crap that just floods the board, and even even after you board wipe him, as I found out, he can he can rebuild real quick. That deck just ended up is what because it's curve solo. Oh yeah, it's every like everything's you know three or less sure. in that deck. Yeah, super quick. Yeah, uh, so that was a really fun deck to see because a lot of those cards have been like meh since they released. Like the Benelish Marshal uh, was a nothing card, like financially, and it's finally starting to creep up because people are starting to play it. So yeah, I I like that card. Um, I liked it when it came out, but like you said, didn't really see it anywhere. Outside of like maybe white weenie soldier decks, uh, but even more so than that, it was you know Dauntless Bodyguard, the the Leonin. Is that a, that's a Vanguard too, right? Uh, yeah. Uh, the Luxodon friggin' oh, God, uh, venerated yeah. Luxodon. That Convoke card, yeah. Oh, when I played against that, because I I ran a uh, Golgari mid range, uh, so we had an even number in an event, and it started out my my Golgari deck started out as just the Vraska Precon, and then. I swapped uh, little little bits here and there, and it's it's decent. It's playable. It can win if it's run by somebody who's a little bit more competitive. But the only I, I managed to get one game against that white deck, and it was only because I had the assassins trophies like in the exact right time to get rid of his history, to get rid of the marshal, to get rid of his uh, uh, venerated luxodon before it just killed me but man that deck is it's cheap and it is fast yeah those tempo decks are are crazy yeah but anything yeah. else um my nephew is running a gates deck he showed up for one of the standard events and is finally starting to play it better so that's also fun to see just a goofy goofy win con of eh, i'm gonna play a lot of bad cards into one really bad card and then i just all win <laughs> what is his what does his gates deck look like uh it's it's a pretty standard build he's got the uh the the rams the gates ablaze the angel that you gain to life for each gate oh yeah it, archway yeah. angel yeah and yeah it's it's just a you know run-of-the-mill build there's nothing high dollar in it it just does well yeah as long as you're 
not up against anything that's too quick. Um, well, if that even, thing catches and, fire and gets going, it's tough to stop. And even still, if you catch a Gates of Blaze when you need it, you can yep. you can clear out you know the white deck, the mono red deck if they have any you know board presence. Yep. And that angel, like that angel, puts you out of range for a lot of spells. Does he have any um, Crassus in that deck? Uh, I he is poor, and I don't believe he has any yet. Okay, got it. I have a few in mine that I play on Arena, but you know that's cheaper than. Oh yeah, crafting yeah. a mythic wild card is a lot easier than <laughs> coming up, you know, with well, with, and uh, I know sixty ninety bucks when you're. Yeah, yeah I've poor. got I've got two Crassus in my personal collection, and I think my my store has a playset of them in the case right now. But uh, I'm not I'm honestly not running them in anything that I'm doing. And for standard, I've got. Uh, in paper, I've got a tweaked version or my own my own spin on the uh, mono red deck. Um, I'm probably going to start putting together a paper version of the mill deck because it's getting there. It's coming along. I'm liking it. It's not good, but it's fun, and that's what I shoot for with uh, Magic. Uh, I've got that Golgari mid range deck, and I'm probably probably going to start tweaking my uh, mono green five color deck that originally started out as a Gates deck before Allegiance and then just switched into uh, Chamber Sentry and I need to pick up uh, another uh, Multani because I had to sell mine off to somebody who needed one. But that deck can just ramp into some weird crap. I hate that deck because in its... <laughs> On paper, when you're looking at it, it shouldn't work, but yeah, god damn it, just, it does. <laughs> it's obnoxious. Yeah, it's a mostly green <laughs> deck, and then it's like, oh, it's a bunch of weird gates, and it's some like one of each basic. Well, and you've and got Wayward Swordtooth in there, right? I mean, <laughs> yeah. you just, there's Wayward weird Swordtooth, ways to ramp and do all uh, kinds of stuff in that growth, deck. Growth Spiral made that deck a lot, lot better. Um, I am so probably I, I am probably going to go back to a playset of Awakened Amalgams, which was the terrible card that the deck was originally built around. That's right. And it gets much better when I can just ramp into so many stupid lands. Yeah, that deck is... Oh, God. It's, it's uh, brilliant in its simplicity. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's insane. <laughs> it's a terrible deck that has, that has like, finished very well in several FNMs with decent turnouts, so... Yeah, yeah, that thing's obnoxious. But yeah. kudos to you for building it yeah. <laughs> and making it work. I like weird crap. It's my thing. It's my homebrew. Weird, weird crap is good. That's what we're all about <laughs> here on Homebrew Magic. Yeah. <clears throat> so yeah, that's what that that's me. I've been playing a ton of standard. I've ac- actually been a little bit too busy for uh, much arena play this week because I bought like three sizable Magic collections. Two more. Yeah, I was gonna say that. two two more since I told you guys about the last one I bought. Oh, so I, nice. I picked up another couple hundred dollars worth of uh, uh, moderate standard and vintage or not uh, standard and modern stuff with a little bit of like popper staples in there. Oh, cool. So nice. Yeah, if Good. you need the uh, if you need some popper sideboard staples, <laughs> hit me up. Good, good grab. What about you, Teach? What What have you been up to? Uh, this week was kind of a quiet one for me. Um, we had a uh, uh, we had one of our famous Wisconsin kill storms on Tuesday. So <laughs> yes, I yep. spent uh, can confirm was shuffling, yes. <laughs> shuffling instead of shuffling. I spent um, most of my uh, Tuesday and Wednesday shoveling. Uh, and then I have a night job that I have to go to, which I had to prepare for, and I didn't have a whole lot of time for magic stuff. He's a dancer. Um, and he's really good at it, too. <laughs> he is. Exotically got, good. You gotta fund that magic, that magic somehow. That's right, that's right. Shake these hips, man. <laughs> they don't lie. They don't. Um, but I did finalize a new Rift the Awakening list and I've got the uh, the call out for a few cards my good friend Chanel is helping me out with that I was going to say is that the sapper- all the sapperling stuff I pulled out today? Yes. Okay. Yes. Because I'm going to check when I get home for a Vertiloth the Ancient which I know I should have the Modern Masters printing in my box of Modern Masters crap on my kitchen table Yeah. and then the other one I was missing was a... Uh, one out of plane shift and uncommon, which I guarantee I've got one in the bulk boxes somewhere in my attic. All right, but man, you're really going to work for this one. <laughs> I but. will scour all of Newton, Wisconsin, for <laughs> f- 
43 cents worth of magic cards. Good. All, good. all square mile of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this, is, this is why I do business with you. Yeah. Um, anyway, so the list, uh, I really like it. Uh, it looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. I can't wait to play it. Um, and then finally today, I had the time to sit down and get caught up on some arena stuff. Because I hadn't uh, logged in for a while, so I had a bunch of quests build up. And I played like five games, all with uh, Simic Merfolk, Waffle Stomped everyone, finished all three of my dailies, got a lot of coins, and that was pretty much it for me. It was kind of a, a quiet magic week for me, but productive, I will say. Productive. It was good. 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 Yeah. How about you, Nelson? Uh, yeah, well, just like you guys, uh, we've been slammed with winter Wisconsin weather, so it's been a lot of that. Um, I'm also on call for work for the month of February, and I've been paged in a few times, so I haven't gotten as much arena in as I would have liked. (laughs) (laughs) But he's only on call when when we're short. They page me in. (laughs) I'm like the backup dancer, (laughs) the understudy at the strip club. (laughs) That's me. That's me, baby. (laughs) No, so so chastity. fell off the stage <laughs> call nelson <laughs> call nelson somebody get so, him in here oh that dumb joke made me laugh before i could get through it anyway sorry. it was fantastic no um as far as arena is concerned like i was talking to Schnell with before we started uh recording i i've realized the the mono blue aggro tempo deck that i had talked about earlier that i had made tweaks to um is definitely not performing as well as i would like it to so i'm gonna have to go back to the drawing board with that i'm finding essence capture just isn't really what i was hoping it would be so i'm gonna have to to take that out i kind of miss having the merfolk misbenders in there because throw the it, throw in syncopate instead it that's gives you a little one. bit more options if they tap out for something yeah plus, i like that plus exiling can be huge like now that we don't have to deal with a uh, nexus of fate one-on-one uh, it's still a good option, if, especially if they're doing anything like reanimation with all the friggin' uh, Orzov or Gutterbone stuff going around. Yeah, all those graveyard shenanigans. Reassembling skeletons. That's a that's a good point. I was also thinking even um, Chemistry's Insight, just because a little bit more card draw would help it at certain points, I found. Because right that now, the only one. thing I've really got is Opt, which is great. I mean, and it's a staple of, you know, what's going on with blue, especially mono blue. But that's you know again i just need a little bit more so that's that's something i've been thinking about too other than that i did do one guilds of ravnica draft built a golgari mid-range deck that quickly very quickly went oh and three i decided (laughs) uh i got crap for my three um no wait i got a i got a booster pack and 50 gems i think and i i don't remember what i cracked out of that booster pack but the first pack in the draft i opened had a vraska in it so I was like, well, we're playing Golgari because I just want another one for my collection. <laughs> so I grabbed that, forced myself into Golgari because I didn't like anything I had seen in the next few picks outside of that. But it just, like I said, it was mid-range and everybody was playing red. And it, it was just, the deck was too slow. I got I got wiped out pretty quick. Um, other than that, I've kind of been poking around with my, I'm retooling my Edgar Markov edh deck so i'm i'm working on that right now and i'm also trying to tweak the i I, i've been thinking about it for a while and i know you've helped me procure some cards for it i want to build a a mono black devotion um modern deck that's kind of built around like phyrexian obliterator and gray merchant of asphalt i was gonna say i've had one of those set aside for you for like another another obliterator no the gary Oh, because you already you you gave them to me the last time I was at the store. Okay, you gave me a playset of them, which is what I okay. needed. Okay, I'm still short a few Phyrexian obliterators, and I need some uh, Tormod's Crypt and Mistvein Border Post. I think. Oh, and Vainfire Border Post. Everything else, I'm I think I have, but I'll I'll double check. But I'm kind of playing around with that list too. So that's kind of where I've been the last week. But you know, even even today, getting ready for for recording. I didn't have as much time as I thought I was going to have because we got dumped with another six inches of snow. And at this point, you know, anybody who's listening in the Midwest knows this, but there's fucking nowhere to put it anymore. <laughs> I, mean, like, I can't even, I, and I'm not, I'm not a tall guy. 
you know, I, I stand a towering 5'4 in my winter boots, and it's just the snow's like over my head at this point. There's nowhere to put it. It sucks. It's depressing. I'm ready for winter to be done. I also came in from shoveling earlier and told my wife that I'm finally cracking and I'm going to buy a snowblower. Nice. <laughs> I've been shoveling. Now I'm sick of it. I've hit 31, and now I'm just a crabby old man. It's it's over. <laughs> so I love my snowblower. Yeah, I'm jealous, and I want to love mine right along with you. <laughs> But uh, yeah, so let's let's flip over. Let's talk about this trailer that's going around that that's got the the magic internet ablaze. You know, if you haven't seen it yet, basically Wizards released. A, I mean, what was it? Was it even thirty seconds, or probably right around thirty seconds? Yeah, yeah. Probably about a minute long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A trailer where we're looking around what from the outside appears to be uh, some sort of a tower with a bunch of stained glass windows. All of the stained glass windows appear to portray planeswalkers and as as the the video goes on we're we're spinning around the outside of this building we're seeing all this stained glass art which is reminiscent of what uh therese nielsen just did with her wasn't that for san diego comic-con was that sdcc i believe so yes very very similar to that kind of a vibe and as we get to the end of the outside of the building we see the gate watch and there's a hole in gideon's chest that we end up going through and then we see the inside of this this building that's a giant you know chandelier candelabra kind of thing with what i mean i didn't take the time to count it but i'm guessing 30 or 31 um you know if we're counting bolas as one of them probably 31 candles lit and there's a, a giant you know whoosh of air and all but one of the candles goes out and those keen observers notice that the as as that fades out and the war of the spark logo comes up the smoke on the sides curls into the the bolas horns which is actually a really cool touch oh yeah i thought the effects were fantastic yeah yeah me too uh so one of the things we wanted to talk about was who do you think you can see in the stained glass windows because the you don't get a very close view and it doesn't stay on each side of the tower for very long so this is kind of what people are are dissecting right now and we thought we would kind of uh you know throw our two cents in so the first the first pain i caught three that i'm pretty sure i can discern i shouldn't say the first pain i should say the first side of the tower with the first six that you see i think i can make out three i think in, in, in on the top row, the second one in, I, I think that's Tamio. That to me looks a lot like Tamio. And next to Tamio to her right would be Karn. That in, looks like Karn, yeah. In my Tibalt Tibalt underneath uh yep, directly Tamiyo. below Tamio, yep. And possibly Garuk to the left of Tibalt. You guys have this one pulled up? No. Yes. I've memorized oh. it. <laughs> I've got it pulled up. I'm I'm looking at that side of the tower right now. Yeah. So I was right, I was going back myself. and forth. So either next to Tamio or or on the on the bottom to the right of T-Bolt. I, I can't tell which one, but one of those two I think could be Garouk. I hope is Garouk yeah. because, God, I miss that guy. Oh, hold on. So that's that's what I think. I don't know. Uh, Chanel, you said you're looking at it right now. Did you see any? Which one did you think was Garouk? Uh, possibly the one next to T-Bolt, but I'm going through. Uh, well, on the main one here, obviously, or where, where we go through Gideon's chest, it's Chandra on the bottom uh looks like nissa oh so Jace. you're jumping all the way to the last i'm i'm just watching the video and hitting pause oh i see yeah that's definitely the gate watch plus i think what i would assume is vivian oh yeah that's jace yeah, gideon. Vivian's i keep forgetting one. about vivian yeah that's <laughs> jace gideon liliana and then nissa chandra and vivian at least that's my guess for that part of the tower yeah but yeah teach do you have the do you have the first part of it up uh yeah do so you me back it up here a little bit yep is that uh, Nixilis? i think he's on a different part of the tower yeah no but i mean uh there's uh one of the top middle ones looks like a demon fella underneath yeah. that looks like sarkhan sarkhan yep and that's where i was wondering about uh samut samut to the left yep. to the left yep. yep i mean kaya is clearly visible then on the next one she's bottom right who's the one with blue wings there hold on i think you caught up uh Ugin. Yeah, that's Ugin. Oh, that's okay. my guess too. Yeah. Uh is that on the one with uh Kaya on the bottom left side, could that be Soren? 
Uh, yes, okay. I think that's Soren, even though he's stuck in a rock. And in between Kaya and Soren, I think he's that's... He's in the walls of his house. I think that's Vraska. He, is, he is haunting his own property <laughs> huh. to scare away the the crew of the Mystery Machine and keep those damn kids off his property. Er, oh, you know what? I just changed my mind. As I'm looking at this, that's not Vraska in between Soren and Kaya. Vraska's on the top left on that part, next to Nahiri. I think that's Nahiri in between Ugin and what I think is Vraska on the left. That looks like a Gorgon. I don't think I don't think that's uh, I know what you're looking at. I don't think that's uh, Vraska. I think that's Narset. Oh yeah, that could be. I think I think Vraska's in the middle. Between you think Kaya that's one in the bottom? Sword. Okay. Yeah, the first one I thought. Okay. Yeah, you're right. That could be Narset. Ooh, I like that. So okay, uh, moving moving past just interpreting and guessing. I, I think, okay, based on what I know of the storyline, the last time uh, Gideon got his ass kicked by Bolas, Gideon's whole thing is like he uses his magic and shields to make himself invulnerable, and Bolas basically just said, well, I could kill you if I wanted to. I could break through your armor. So I think that he's finally going to do that, and that's why they chose to have Gideon be the pierced section with a hole in his chest. Yeah, I agree. I, I think so I too. I don't think. Uh, yeah, I don't think Gideon's gonna make it out of this. But uh, and he's he does have the black blade. He, um, if I'm not mistaken, didn't didn't one of the gods on Amonket tell him that uh, you think you are mortal, but you're not? Like I, I've seen your end or something like that. Didn't I? I want to. I don't remember who it was, but I feel like somebody on Amonket told him that, and this could kind of be the culmination of that, yeah. because yeah, I, I think that. I think that that's kind of a uh, that that giant hole in his chest is kind of a precursor to yeah. Gideon not making it out of this. He served the hardware department well, but honestly, based on what I know of the lore and sort of the backstory of magic, I'm going to make the wild assumption that part of this culmination with Nicol Bolas and his master plan is he is going to try to steal the sparks from every planeswalker that he has lured to Ravnica to fight him. I think he's been manipulating them more than even we realize. Like, he might have led to their assembly so that they, you know, gain gain forces, gain power, come to him, and then he just goes, cool, you're all in one place finally, and then does something to try and take the spark. I think I agree with you 100%. I here. think we could be looking at what would be like a second mending situation where whatever he's doing to transfer and steal sparks and I need to reread exactly how like Memnarch tried to steal glisses and stuff like that but I think with that much power and that much you know mana being channeled through planeswalkers into a single part of the multiverse that it could create a secondary mending situation where planeswalkers are fundamentally changed again i think you're right and i don't know if that means that we're going to be seeing significant changes to the way planeswalkers are made as far as their cards go because they're pretty popular yeah i see that's the thing you know, i don't know i don't know if they want to line? eliminate or if just storyline wise it's hey all these planeswalkers no longer have sparks the process by which a character becomes a planeswalker is now draft drastically different in the world of magic and going forward we're going to have an entirely new batch of characters because these ones are all either dead or powerless and trapped right so are we going to get new rather than new planeswalkers of all these cards do we get new legendary creatures uh you know what i mean these these characters as not planeswalkers however they're still legendary that's one of the that's one of the things that that I was reading about on the internet and reading what other people are seeing. Um, is this set going to have thirty six planeswalkers in it? Uh, is this set going to take place slightly after Bolas steals the spark from them, and we're not going to get these characters as planeswalkers? Are we going to get these characters as legendary creatures? Um, I also saw speculation, and I don't, I don't agree with this at all. But I saw speculation of, uh, uh, like the 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 reverse of the transforming planeswalkers. Instead of having creatures transform into planeswalkers, have a planeswalker card that transforms into a creature. Yeah, it like it's all its loyalty or something. Its ultimate is what flips it back. I would transforms say it back. I wouldn't necessarily say it's its ultimate though, because the ultimate is something that you're like shooting for and okay. i feel like 
lore-wise, having it go from a planeswalker to a creature uh, is 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 negative. Yeah, true. So, I mean, you're you're losing power at that point. Using yeah. using the ultimate might cause it to transform into a creature, but the effect of using the ultimate won't well, necessarily transform it. Thematically, though, it might make sense with how they attempt to fight Bolas. What if? They're like, what if Bolas isn't trying to just steal all their sparks? What if they try to like? <laughs> and Wizards is putting out uh, uh, the Transformers set, and the new set is like Rise of the Combiners. Maybe they are trying to channel all their energy into one of their champions to fight Bolas, and then he dies. So what if Gideon is given all the power of the Gatewatch and then fails? So maybe their ultimate could be some sort of attempt to help the player, so to speak. If that's not where they're going with this, they should have called you first. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I'm sitting here listening to you say that just now, and I'm like, holy shit, that would be awesome. Yeah. Define, like, define fail. Uh, gets gets all of the energy, or all the, all the spark, all the mana, transferred into him so that he, in theory, is Bolas's equal or superior, but Bolas still proves more powerful and just kills him and that energy disperses or is absorbed into him through whatever weird, uh, like artifacts that Tezzeret may have still stolen from the uh, either or from the Kaladesh uh, artifact, fucking show and tell. That's that's interesting. Uh, I mean, well, and then I that guess that was the Stark World Fair. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, yeah, basically, get it, the, get it right. The <laughs> no, so, and now so I'm just I, what? Sorry. I was gonna say, so you don't you don't think uh, Gideon will defeat Bolas? Honestly, I don't see them. I don't see them killing Bolas off. I see them maybe sending him away, or maybe Bolas went like he absorbs absorbs all the power, gets his goal, and then just like Thanos retreats to you know a prairie somewhere where he sits in his cabin and just goes, "Today was a good day." <laughs> and like but he's he's wanted power with all the power that he's trying to get what 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 is his end game specifically maybe he just wants to be immortal know everything and be left alone i think that's what it is actually yeah it's maybe he wins and it's not as bad as everyone thought it was going to be that way he can retire he can go off and do whatever the hell he wants the world is fundamentally changed that they can start moving forward doing whatever they want storyline wise card design wise they can refresh characters and bring us some new uh you know iconic images that they don't have to keep giving us jace and then shirtless jace to appeal to the younger crowd anime and jace. then put it yeah <laughs> and then anime jace uh, what if if that's the case, which is a very you know that's a, a logical possibility, and would make sense given the context of Bolas's character. But if that's the case, then when they reprint him, I I want him back in his study with his books. Yeah, uh, see, like, and know, that's like, his, I mean. like his first printing with that smirk yeah. on his face. Just he just wants to read or sit down with a Reader's Digest <laughs> and maybe some tea and just be left alone. For all eternity, yeah, the that end. could that could very well be. I guess a, a question I have, as far as wanting your opinion from both of you, is so looking at looking at this tower and and who's depicted on it. I didn't think I saw Tezzeret anywhere. Did either of you guys think you saw Tezzeret somewhere? Well, did we see any of the ones that are allied with him? Was there Dovin? Was there? See, and that's kind of where I was going with it. Is I don't. I don't see anyone. I don't remember seeing anyone who's strictly aligned. See, here's the uh, here's the thing with that is the very first side of this tower that we see, the very first six windows, they're not all very clear at all. Okay, so that like, yeah, we don't, we don't get a we don't get a clear shot of people until uh, we have uh, Tybalt and. Uh, the people on this plane, okay. is it Karn, the one with Karn and, and yeah. all that stuff. Yep, to, and probably so there's Tamiya. A, there's an entire window of, of people that we don't get clear pictures of. So I, I Tezzeret's definitely there, Dovin's definitely there. Yeah, there's third, 36, 36 planeswalkers on that thing. 
Was it 36 or 30? Am I missing a side? Maybe I missed a side. Six times six. Yeah, so you're right, you're right, you're right. Because I'm just, I'm looking at it again, and I'm like, okay, well, on, uh, there's there's one window that looks like it has Angrath and, and Ajani on it. And I'm looking at just above Ajani, and I'm like, well, that could be maybe Dovin. I don't think it's Tezzeret. But then again, it almost looks more like a, you know, too, too humanoid to be Dovin, whereas, you know, like a more fair-skinned... That's Arlen, not... that's, that's Arlen Cord. Is it? Yeah. Ah, okay. So do you, do you have uh, thoughts as to who the other two are in that row? Because um, I can't... Kiora? Kiora, upper right. Or, I'm sorry, upper left. Oh, yeah, that could be. I was thrown off by the purple. I was like, ah, who is that? But, yeah, that could definitely be Kiora. Um, you can tell by the shape of the... Uh, the her what, giant fucking head. Yeah, I was going to say the head, Other like one. the conch shell on her head. I don't want to be racist, but merfolk have big heads. <laughs> and then, it's for buoyancy in the water. The one in, <laughs> that's Elspeth in the middle, you think? Upper, upper, uh, in upper the middle, right. no. Upper right, right is looks like Elspeth. And keep in mind the the background colors could be you know dead uh, give giveaway clues because like these are these these are from what I understand these this is this isn't new art this is old art that's been stained glass. Yeah. So okay. So this is all so I, I said artwork. above above a Johnny. You think a Johnny's the the bottom right right the, the green, green one yeah yeah, yeah okay, that's when I he's said, he's running right ass okay so i said above a johnny and i thought you said you thought that one was arlen cord that's why i was confused no the one in the middle okay upper that, middle yep 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 arlen yep. cord okay right above a johnny is elspeth yep okay that and that makes sense that'd be awesome if they bring her back from i mean she's in, in the, the underworld right yeah yeah wait arlen cord no 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 yeah. sorry uh elspeth i meant <laughs> yeah. Elspeth. yeah 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 so I have, a, I have a question. So the one where we thought of Nixilis was to the right. Uh, I almost thought who's Fra- the green pants? Fraley's, but I don't know who's the green th- pants. Isn't Fraley's dead? She Fraley's sacrificed dead. herself. Yeah. Yeah. So I. That's why I'm like I don't know who, and maybe it's just the green pants and the Peter Pan haircut that is like <laughs> throwing me <laughs> off. Down your raid. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Is that cough below him? Uh, next to Sarkon, that was my thought. Koth is to Sarkon's left. I want to say. Oh, I thought that was Samut. To his, that uh, could be Samut. To his right, uh, oh, could be Kotho too with a cloak. That's Sahili. Yeah. Oh, okay. It looked it looked masculine to me, like a dude with a shirt off. Yeah. No, she looks like she's got uh, some sort of dress on. Oh yeah, it does look billowy on the like where her legs would be. So yeah, if think? I if I pan forward like second number eight, or it's like eighteen seconds in, nineteen seconds in, and I'm just looking at stills, as it so. pans away. Yeah, that's why I brought up the video because I figured I could Smart, get more. Yeah. yeah. So then, so who do you think is next up, Nixilis to his left? Then, if that's Domri on the right, do you have a guess with that purple, purpley pink um, background? Deck Faden. Is that the one? That's actually. I'm glad you brought that up. I thought Dak was um, next to a Johnny, in between a Johnny and a Angrath. No, no. Uh, that was could or, be Dak. So you're saying Dak could be between a Johnny and Angrath? Dak could be between a Johnny and Angrath. Okay. Uh, Nissa, could that be Nissa or Liliana? Well, they're on the Gatewatch pane, right? Yeah. So Nissa's I'm assuming on the Gatewatch it, pane. Yeah, uh, Nissa's might be. Uh, directly below Jace is Nissa. Yeah, there she is. No. Yeah, she is. All right. Um. Oh, hang on. I'm gathering more information. Do we know where Ralz Eric is? That could be Ralz Eric. That blue and purple one. That could be Ralz. It could be because that's like, is it colors? So yeah, no, that's a good. That's a good guess. That could be Ral up there. I just, I hope that. Uh, I hope Ugin. You know, I don't know. I don't. I guess as far as what they're gonna do with the the actual cards in this set, I really hope there's a new Ugin because <laughs> I don't have any Ugins and I want an Ugin. I could buy the single, but what do you guys? I what do you guys think of the idea of thirty-six planeswalkers in the set? I don't think that's plausible. I just don't know if they print a set like that. And that actually brings me to another point that I was uh, talking with Schnell about. One theory that I was thinking about um, while we were waiting for you to jump on, and that's that. What if? What if all of the thirty-six planeswalkers that they've got on this tower? And they're, they they end up doing like a, the Zendikar expedition lands or the uh, invention the invocation yeah the masterpiece yeah. they you know because so before that or the last couple sets they've had the uh, the what was it the mythic box or whatever that you could buy 
so what if what if these are either that where it's an extra set of the stained glass art planeswalkers where it's a, a mythic edition or or even you know some sort of masterpiece that they're bringing back so you know these are going to be seated in one and one in every x amount of of booster packs but then again if that's the story who do they cut in you know for cards it's like well what exactly are they going to do if, i believe i believe the masterpiece series they usually did they did sets of 40 right yeah yes i so, do believe they could there's no reason they couldn't do just a set of 36 yeah well yeah right exactly i mean you look at look at what they did with the uh, from the vault stuff what was that 15 cards yeah. i mean but you know, i i i thought rosewater kind of went on record saying they didn't want to do those anymore Huh? He didn't say any more. He said every set. I know the, they didn't want to do them every set, but they wanted to make them more special. Are you saying the, the mythic so, boxes yeah. or the no, masterpieces? No, 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 no. The masterpiece, no, the masterpiece stuff. Pieces. Okay, okay. That's what I thought, but I just wanted to clarify. I was going to say, the mythic boxes, I don't think he really has a say over because I think that's just Hasbro's... Right, that's like, a marketing. Yeah, hey, yeah. we're going to make a, money. Right. A, a story with, uh, 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 with a all battle the- with nickel bolus and and all of the current planeswalkers we have or most of them that would justify uh, that seems it yeah special um here is a wild speculation as well and feel free to immediately go yeah no they're not going to do that do you think that this could be the set that nope, we get up. Some... okay <laughs> no kidding <laughs> do you think that this could be the set where we get something that interacts with uh emblems i don't think so Okay. I, think, Again, uh, I don't think so either. I'm just throwing it out there because yeah. War of the Spark, the whole like everything's building to this battle with planeswalkers and they're so powerful, but yet they're going to die. So do I you think, think this um, is going to make like fundamental changes to the game? Again, I don't think they're going to do fundamental changes to the game. I think they're going to change. Like again, I'm just I'm just guessing here. Um, <laughs> they will change the way that planeswalkers work within the lore. And that might affect gameplay planeswalkers as far as their powers and effectiveness. Sure. N- not too long ago, uh, Mark Rosewater did say that they were they had been toying with the idea of having static or triggered abilities on planeswalkers in addition to activated abilities. I remember reading that. So. And then another thing I read this week uh, is someone believes that there will be. 36 planeswalker cards um not all of them mythic uh, a couple of them mythic but we might get some rare or some uncommon ones and they might do one a booster pack like they did a legendary creature in every dominaria pack would they be little planeswalkers with like one plus ability and one minus ability then one or or they could do like one loyalty ability and a triggered ability or one loyalty ability and a static ability. That would be kind of interesting. That would be interesting. Right? And it would fall in line with my crazy theory of changing the way that planeswalkers work in the game because of this whole like spark overload and concentration of deep mana and energy. Do you think that at the lower the lower rarity, so maybe an uncommon or maybe even a rare planeswalker, if they're printing them at less than mythic, do you think some of these could be hybrids where they've got loyalty abilities but maybe they could attack as well or do you think it would be something where they've got you know a a, um, a loyalty ability but then you know like Tej was saying maybe it makes more sense where they've got triggered or you know triggered abilities or activated abilities um in addition to that rather than i mean you can't really make a planeswalker a creature right since they're we're technically do... another player oh in the god. game what a power and toughness equal to their loyalty counters and it changes as their effects and take damage happen. I was going to say it's uh, uh, that that's would be an much. interesting static ability. Yeah, but that's not something you're going to see on an uncommon planeswalker. Right, no. right. Um, they might uh, they might go the way of um, like the planeswalker decks that they do. They design the planeswalkers for the planeswalker decks to be not good cards. Mm-hmm. They might design your rare planeswalkers or your uncommon planeswalkers to have a high casting cost with mediocre effects uh, to to negate that out. Like we might see, now that I'm saying this out loud, uh, I'm liking this idea more, like a six drop planeswalker could be uncommon and it comes in with very little loyalty uh, and a mediocre ability. That's gonna give us a planeswalker 
that we can see at an uncommon level and fulfill the one planeswalker per booster pack thing that we have set up um, and also make it so standard doesn't get hit with uh, uh, everybody's running some sort of planeswalker deck well that was my i guess that was my next question about this is you know if that's the case where they've got 36 planeswalkers whether they're all printed at the same rarity different rarities whatever i mean what what does standard look like then i mean <laughs> yeah it, regardless well it, they're no longer called planeswalkers now they're <laughs> spark havers <laughs> i mean it's just it's, it's only crazy, the most powerful you know? spark havers yeah, I don't know. what do they print outside of core sets two two planeswalkers in a set i mean you know uh, uh usually usually like two two some, characters yeah. and then they have four versions of them between the dual right decks. the dual decks yep or, yeah the planeswalker decks they're not dual decks or, yeah sorry the, the planeswalker decks where they're the crappier versions and then the actual mythic rare uh you know in the in the full set so you know there's from from guilds of ravnica there's four drop Vraska, which is awesome and then there's six drop Vraska, which is what am i even doing with this in my in my opinion <laughs> i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna take tj's idea and just think out loud here as well what if the rare and mythic planeswalkers all have easily obtainable emblems that don't do a whole hell of a lot and the uncommon planeswalkers abilities are based on the number of emblems you have hmm that could be interesting. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah. that's that's interesting too because um, then you're playing into the whole uh, power thing. Yeah, because it's it's an uncommon planeswalker and it has like a plus one, you know, a shock effect, and then minus is hey for each emblem you control, do this, that, or the other thing. Where it's okay by itself, it still does something, but it's just there as a support to other planeswalkers after the other planeswalkers have sort of done their thing. Like that's how Tibalt can do stuff because he's useless well i mean speaking direct damage Tybalt like that i was just thinking going to red. be the one to wield the black blade and take down bolus <sighs> one of the kids <laughs> at the store won't shut up about uh it's going to be Fibblethip who th- who shows up like the battle is all but you know over for the good guys and then he shows up and just like what what's up guys and bolus is like what the hell is that thing and it's enough of a distraction that <laughs> somebody lands the killing blow <laughs> yeah yeah, I, I just uh, Fibblethip or not, I hope Garuk <laughs> is back. I'm gonna I'm gonna go back to that. I, I want to yeah. see him again. I, I miss I miss my buddy. He's uh, uh he needs to live and become our our new antagonist. Right, exactly. And that's I guess that's another thing that I that I'm thinking about with regards to how this is all going to play out is, you know, Rosewater's also gone on record saying that from what they've seen as the popularity of the game in recent years has surged, it's they want, you know, players prefer one storyline rather than a bunch of broken up little things, which is why we've been running with the Gatewatch for so long. Yeah. You know, are they going to finally end that and then maybe spin a new thread? Or is this just going to be kind of the culmination you know there's there's a huge battle and then there's the fallout and we just kind of go with these same characters and what happens to them you know after that i'd I'd like to see war of the spark be a board wipe i i I do too i don't think it's i don't think it's going to be 100 percent of a board wipe though because we from a storytelling perspective we have threads out there that we need to follow up on i'm just hoping that there's enough destruction and things rot in this story that we end up going i I just i i've been on record saying this on the podcast before i want to go back to new phyrexia so bad (laughs) and i I just i think that's i think that's what karn has already said he's going to do right because he's he's got the genocide thing going on the golgothan silex is just gonna go yeah oh that's interesting what if what if what if this is a board wipe uh, Karn joins the fray after doing what he does on New Phyrexia, and then a future set is just telling the story of Karn before the Volus wipe. That would be interesting. And I guess another thing, now that I'm thinking about it more, with, uh, you know, w- even if this is a board wipe, I guess there's one particular mage that I don't think I saw on the stained glass, and, and maybe you guys did, and I'm just missing it. But uh, I, I did not see Teferi on there he's there somewhere you think so 
Yeah. Well, you said there's, I mean, and I know we've been talking about this outside the show, just the three of us together, and you said that you counted 36 alive planeswalkers, right? I counted. Alive and accounted for. I actually, I'm glad you brought that up if you want to discuss that quick. So what I did is I went, uh, I went and I counted up. There are in the game right now 48 individual planeswalker types. Okay. Because every every planeswalker has yep. you know planeswalker and then there's subtypes. So there's 48 uh, denoting 48 different planeswalkers that exist in the game right now. Um, of those 48. Uh, eight of them I put in a column called Supplemental Planeswalkers. These are Planeswalkers that haven't appeared in a standard set. Uh, these include, like, uh, Aminatu, Duretti, Estrid from the most recent Commander sets, Dak Faden, um, Rowan and Will Kenrith from Battlebond. Ooh, I'm, then, glad you, I'm glad you brought that up. I just want to interject real quick while you have them up. So, because I've seen other people talk about this, but didn't Wizards say that? I mean, didn't they die in the arena? I mean, Rowan and Will Kenrith, Kenrith aren't going to be here, right? I mean, Battlebond is kind of outside not, the realm of the story, or am I not based on not based on the research I did? Okay. Um. So, and then the other before we get back to that, the other two supplemental planewalkers are Jiang Yanggu ah, yes. and Mu Yanling. Yep. From from whatever decks those came the global out with. the global series global series yeah that's it the global series um, so the, all all of these planeswalkers were only featured in in special supplemental sets but it has been stated on record that they are canon and they could go into the main storyline or we could visit their planes in a standard set it's it's in the realm of possibility um, the fact that uh, of of all of these, the only one that's m- had any real interaction with any of our main characters is Dak Faden. Um, of the uh, of uh, I have a list of five planeswalkers that are dead or otherwise unknown, and that's Frey, Elise, Urza, Venser, Lord Windgrace, and Xenagos. Well, um, Urza, Urza was decapitated, and his spark is what made Karn a planeswalker. Yep. So. So he's deceased or otherwise unknown. What? It's not unknown. He's 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 dead. Well, but he, he, they've yeah, also he's they've also, also left open the possibility of printing an Urza card, and if Urza planeswalker is the um, the godlike, you know, father of all planeswalkers, who knows? Maybe he, maybe Urza ends up being the one that kills Bolas here, and we finally get the Urza card we thought we'd never get. Eh. Ur- I don't think that's going to happen. I'm just Urza, completely Urza speculating was, out of my ass. Urza was too much like of a self-centered asshole to care about anything yeah, he outside doesn't know, of his... he doesn't care what's going on. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Also, he's dead. Yes. Um, Xenagos is the only wild card here, because he was uh, uh, defeated and slain by Elspeth, but he also died on Theros, which means he could have made it to the underworld. So, so he could be hanging out with Elspeth right now. <laughs> Just like, hey, he could be. Remember when you killed me? Um. So that leaves us. Uh, Xenagos was the the actually on my list of thirty six planeswalkers that are currently alive. He was on that one. Uh, and I had to take them off, which leaves us with 35 Planeswalkers that are still alive. I'm thinking we might get a Dak Faden card in Standard. Dak was Dak was printed in uh, Conspiracy, right? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Which is the plane or the city Palomino? Which realm does that plane? Is that the plane is Palomino? Yes. Okay. So I believe if we're going to see 36 Planeswalkers in this set, uh, we're going to see 35 people we've already seen in standard throughout the years plus Dak Faden that's my guess yeah I like that too and actually it's interesting that uh TG brought up the the first thing you brought up was the uh uh, god what was it six or eight that have not been seen in the you know the normal standard rotation as far as uh Will and Rowan and um the two the two Asian themed planeswalkers uh whose names I can't remember off the top of my head right now but when I was reading other people's opinions on what they thought they saw in, in the windows, I did see, I, I think one or two, not many people, but a few did say, 
uh, that they thought they saw Will and Rowan. I did not see them anywhere. I don't think they're on there. I don't. Um, I don't think they're on there. Either. And then a few people also said that they thought they saw uh, the two uh, planeswalkers from the Global series. And I guess I'm not as familiar with them, just because I don't have. I didn't. I didn't purchase the Global series, but I don't think I saw them either. I, I correct me if I'm wrong, but aren't the planeswalkers in the Global series based on real people? Yes, that's what I recall. Which I makes believe. me, which makes me believe that we're not going to see them in a core set anytime soon. Yeah. Not unless they go back to Kamigawa, maybe. Like they might be, they might be. Wizards might consider them canon and say we might visit their plane or see these characters at some point in the future. I don't necessarily think that we'll see cards for them anytime soon in a standard set because uh, they're not you know, main characters. Uh, yeah, I agree. I, th- I think you're totally right, which is why I don't think I saw them, um, you know, anywhere on here. Cause I just don't think that this is the time for, for that. And, you know, maybe we see characters like the Kenriths uh, in the future as well, but I don't think this is the set for that. I don't think this is when we see them. No, I think they, I think, uh, I think they're having a good time on battle bond land. <laughs> yeah, I think so but- too. Battleban Lend. <laughs> I'm sorry. North Battleban Lend. <laughs> well, that's, I mean, that's that's really interesting. Um, and as I'm looking, we've been talking for almost an hour, so I don't think we have to go into lore or we're really going to be driving people nuts with oh, yeah. how long. I think, we, I think we've all kind of brought up interesting thoughts and points, and I guess it's all to say that I don't really, I don't really know where it's going to go um i don't have any sort of an idea i I could give you 30 different (laughs) ideas but i can't tell you which way i'm i'm leaning one way or another so do either of you guys have in a um kind of like a hunch that you feel is stronger than another as far as where you think they're going to take this uh thanos ending bolas bolas wins (laughs) bolas wins and then just sort of like okay guys I'm just going to go do what I want to do the entire time, read my goddamn books in my library, and then skedaddles off to like his own corner of the multiverse that he, he'll probably create if he does what I think he does, or does what I think he's going to do, and take all the power from the other planeswalkers and turn himself into a pre-mending, omnipotent, omniscient deity dragon. He'll just like skedaddle off me like, you guys are so far beneath me, I don't even care about ruling over you. I'm just going to go make sure I know everything all the time. So if he does that, then do you think going forward, Planeswalkers as we know them are different? That's, yeah, that is what I think. Okay. That's interesting. So, uh, Schnell. Tiege? What, what, how much do you know about uh, Nicol Bolas uh, before, say, Shards of Lara? Um scattered remnants of him being an elder dragon dick to his siblings right but i mean did he do anything was he was he ever like super evil need to take over the world was that ever him before the before the mending i know he was defeated by tetsu umazawa um but i mean that could that could have been for anything like he might yeah dragon dragons historically were there to be slain so i don't know if he was the antagonizer there i know he was a jerk but i don't think he had based on my knowledge of the lore and most of my like old old lore stuff starts with uh urza and the brothers war and through the phyrexian invasion and stuff like that so that's that full disclaimer that is where my book learning in magic began so I honestly don't know, but I can't remember anything that I've seen in any of the various wikis or videos that I've watched that leads me to believe that he was out from the get-go to just rule. I I know he only became a villain in the Magic storyline post-Mending because he wanted his power back. That's what I I don't think he needed to use the... I don't think he wanted to use his power for that, but now it's just, hey, I I want to not die. That's that's kind of what I was thinking too. 
And I only I only ask that because I really like the 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 Thanos idea. Like that's kind of where I was going in my head with it too. Where it ends up being like, kind of a doing, hard a hard reset. He's yeah, I mean he's doing some pretty shitty things. Uh but he's doing it uh just to save his own life. Yeah. And if he gets what he wants, maybe he'll leave us all alone. So do you think that and I mean, obviously, things change down the road and anything's a possibility. But do you think then that's the last we see uh, of Bolas as an antagonist? Or do you think that at some point down the line, he's going to get bored doing what he's doing? And, you know, his he's going to go back to his kind of manipulative ways just because he is so, you know, I mean, he if he goes back to being all powerful and omnipotent, well, that's fucking redundant, Ryan. Uh, if he goes back to being omniscient and omnipotent, that's what I was going for. Uh, do you, do you think that yes. all-knowing, <laughs> right? Do you think that he gets bored and he's like, you know, well, I got to do something to entertain myself, and then he comes back and starts messing with people again? I don't think he gets bored because uh, it's the blind eternities. He has he has an infinite number of multiverses to go learn. I think what happens is if people survive this, uh, they get their strength back and want to take revenge on Nicol Bolas. So, so they, they go seek find him, him out. Sure. And maybe that's... probably not a good idea. <laughs> maybe that's how we get Garut back then. If he's, you know, the greatest hunter, maybe he helps them in that regard. But first they got to figure out how to fix him. <laughs> oh, Garuk. Yeah. I miss you. Isn't yeah. Um, just... <laughs> <laughs> just just going through some of the uh, cursory backstory online here for Ugin, or not Ugin, uh, well, Bolas and Ugin because they're twins. Twinsies. Um, it, it seems like, yeah, he kind of hated people at the beginning, but it's also because, again, people were trying to slay dragons and he saw some of his siblings get killed. So then to stop that, he started trying to take over, but then the dragons fought yep. amongst themselves, so... I remember reading that from the Corset series. Uh, yep, I remember which, that too. I'm gonna be honest with you; those stories were tough to get through, <laughs> but I powered through. But also, I had a thought. Go on. Um, never mind. He didn't have a thought. <laughs> I did, but I but I dismissed it. I don't think it's correct. All right then. All right then. Cool. Yeah. Well. I think my brain's about tapped out of theories and possibilities, and I'm at the point where I just, I don't know where, which way I'm leaning as to where they're going to take it, but I just wanted to get here. I I don't remember the anticipation for a new set as much as I've, you know, as I feel for this one. I don't know when the last time I had that much, that many thoughts, I guess, swimming around in my head uh, regarding one one set that's coming up, so... I'm I'm they're really excited. It up pretty, they're they're hyping it up pretty well. Yeah, and uh, I think their I think their 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 hype is is good. They're 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 drudging up excitement, which is good. Sometimes it's hard to get excited for these things. Uh, they're doing a really good job with this, and I know Rosewater is super excited about uh, 2019 as a whole. Yeah, I so, read that recently. Recently, he was tweeting about that, wasn't he? Like, he's super excited for everything that they're doing with 2019. Yeah, so I've got I've got a good feeling about this. I know I know the cool thing to do now is hate everything anyone puts out ever. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, but and and yeah, uh, Wizards and Hasbro have been getting some well warranted criticism lately of choices that they're making. But I think in terms of their product. Uh, their their story, their their set coming out. They've been knocking them out of the park lately, so yeah. I'm I'm pretty excited for this. I don't like being the guy that hates on everything immediately, so I don't care what everyone says. I'm excited to see what happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I am. I also, am. Also, they're bringing. Also, they're, 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 that book is coming out soon, and I can't wait to read that book. Oh yeah, with uh, the new planeswalker. Uh, what's his name? The guy on the cover. Uh... Can't which might be what much ultra also might be one of the people on the windows too very true i was going to say that earlier and i forgot about that that's we might true. get a brand new planeswalker <laughs> good point yeah this could be his first printing because Dope. so it might be his first printing because I, I forget where i god where did i read that somewhere i read that they plan on printing him in the game i believe yes 
um, you know, in the future. So yeah, maybe this is, maybe this is that future, but, uh, yeah, all the, all that and more, I guess will be revealed at the end of, um, March or April, April, That's good. A- yeah. April 26th and 27th, right? Yep, that's pre-release that right. weekend because everybody else you know there's people overseas who are very upset because that's also uh god is it a grand prix or there's some big event over in london uh, it's a magic fest that's thing, a magic I think. fest yeah. yeah yeah so that sucks. i i saw that on one of the uh wizards uh facebook pages i'm part of where they're just like come on man i i read that they ended, they ended up getting a bunch of letters a bunch of lgs's over there signed on and and sent letters directly to wizards saying you know you're gonna kill us here yeah um but hey, that's a topic for a different time. So yeah. yeah, that's it for for War of the Spark. I'm well, we all are very intrigued to see. I I want us I want us to go back to this recording after it comes out and just go. God, we were so wrong. <laughs> What's or, an idiot, Schnell? How did you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because be- I was I was damn close on my uh, guess of how spectacle worked just based on the word yeah spectacle. you were yeah you were you that. were like right on so smart yep yep <laughs> so smart so either yeah. you're gonna be right on again or we're just gonna make fun of you for being so wrong yeah we'll yeah. see we'll see uh again we'll find out in april it's gonna be a long wait till then but hey to tide us over between then and now apparently we're supposed to get that that modern announcement between now and the end of the month so that'll be exciting it's probably gonna be the end of this week something else to look out for and uh we'll cover that when it's there but yeah so that's our our war of the spark discussion make sure to visit us on our online communities um especially on facebook our group at homebrew magic and tell us what you think we want to know we want to know if you think we were on the nose how far off we are how much more right than us you are uh make sure you let us know and be sure to find us on itunes google play stitcher spotify our heart radio uh, our heart radio our, our heart yeah i'm gonna start that over Carhartt jackets. <laughs> All your Carhartt jackets. You can pirate us on LimeWire. <laughs> Frostwire. Find well, us on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher. Uh, my God, I share. fucked it up again. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Find us on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Podbean, iHeartRadio, Spotify, basically anywhere that you can consume your podcast. And uh, please be sure to drop us a line. Uh, rate, review, subscribe, tell a friend. Um, yeah, until next time, as, as we've been telling you now for a few weeks, please don't drink and scry. Home brew magic. <laughs> <laughs>